From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome. It is game time here for a Tuesday morning. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we roll into day two of the week as we get ready for week two of the high school football season, week one for college football. I still have a hard time with that zero-week thing for college football. But nonetheless, that's uh, that's where we are today. Uh, and, and glad you're with us this morning as uh, we get ready to uh, to uh, talk sports. Get your first word in sports here on Tuesday morning. Ward Whites, how are you? Outstanding. Ryan, you doing okay? Yes, sir. Doing well. Good. Ward, anything exciting in your world last night? Worked on my games. Getting them ready? Mm-hmm. You didn't get to break down any film or anything? Did you uh, watch any video? I will do that tonight. <laughs> That's tonight. Okay. Please get it planned. You you do anything fun last night, yesterday afternoon? Oh, just just a little weed eating is all. <laughs> That's, boy, I'm telling you what. See, Ward perked up and go, I'll come over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you, I went home. What did we leave here? About 3 or 4 yesterday? I don't even remember what time it was. About 4.30. Yeah, okay. Five. I went home and took a nap. Good for you. I was tired. I went home and, and, and just, I hit the deck and, you know, woke up and went, huh, I guess it's supper time. There you go. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, man, glad you're with us this morning. We are, uh, we're going to welcome into the program today, Shehan Jayaraja from CBS Sports. Also, Erin Bean is going to join us. You're saying, well, who's Erin Bean? Well, she is the uh, assistant AD for strategic marketing. With all of the activities that go on in Touchdown Alley, I wanted Erin to come on the program and talk about what all you can do, what all is available, and just the things that are going on as far as Baylor football for 2022. And, you know, because as you know, guys, it's, it's, in, in today's football, it's not just a football game. It, it's a full day of activities, and they make it an event. You know, and sometimes there's all kinds of special things that go on. And, and I just wanted Aaron to come on come on the program and just kind of touch base on all the things that uh, that we can uh, that we can expect out in Touchdown Alley besides the radio shows <laughs> that'll be going on. Uh, we will be out there broadcasting. Four hours prior to kickoff. Invite you to come by and say hello to us. We'll be out there. Uh, our, our, in fact, this Saturday we start at 2 o'clock. Our, uh, so our coverage will begin at 2 o'clock, leading right into network coverage at 4 o'clock uh, with uh, John, JJ, and Ricky and, 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 the, and the team. So that, that should be fun. But, yeah, we'll have Aaron on the program to, uh, to discuss the, uh, the activities and, and just things that you could do and – and as you guys know, if the earlier you get there, the better the parking you get. That just kind of works that way. And it's a lot less stressful. I mean, when you go zipping into the stadium 45 minutes before game time, 
it's a little stressful. So get there early, make a day of it, have fun, and uh, and enjoy. So we'll talk to talk to her about that. Uh, let's see what else is uh, going on. The uh, Dave Campbell Texas Football Magazine Top Twenty Five for high school football is out. Several, as you might suspect, Central Texas teams are in that. We'll get to that today. Uh, Baylor did release their depth chart. And if you're curious on who the running back is, we'll tell you about that coming up a little later on. This is cut down day for the Cowboys award. Uh, so that'll be interesting uh, to see who stays and who goes. Any surprises coming from the Cowboys, you think? I don't think so. I don't either. Uh, now, I'll, I'll tell you this. Yesterday, I was just curious. So I reached out to a gentleman that is a former coach and a former scout in the National Football League and is familiar with the Cowboy situation. And I simply said, is Smith, the rookie, ready to play left tackle on an, on an every-down basis in the National Football League? I got a one-word response. Nope. And he better be. That just about says it all. That's that's what that's what a NFL insider thinks. Now, could he be wrong? Sure. But that, I, that's, I don't know that's that his observation. Wrong, it, I don't know that he's wrong, but he better be. <laughs> I mean, I don't know they have a choice. Oh, he's going to play left tackle. Yeah. But is he ready to play left tackle on an everyday? You know, and, and keep your quarterback upright. I mean that's, I mean that's the deal. You, you, his job is to keep four standing tall. And we're going to find out real fast because I'm like you. I think when they play Tampa Bay, particularly early, Tampa Bay will send them every which way they can. They'll disguise them. They'll do all kinds of things to confuse him, and just see what it brings them. Now, if he stands tall and gets it done, they'll change in a hurry. But if if he doesn't, then it could be for a long night and a blueprint for other teams on how to attack the Cowboys. So, And if you can't throw, and you know this, I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but if you can't throw, you can't run. It just, I mean, you know, and if you can't run, you can't, th- I mean, they just kind of go hand in hand. So, but if you can't throw, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to run the ball with a whole lot of success, I don't think. And Ward, no, all the fun no. plays that you want, you know, like the draws and all that, they're, 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 they're ruled out of the playbook. If you can't throw the football a little bit with some success. I. It's almost to the point where it's comical that they're just going to sit back and do anything. You know, Stephen and Jerry Jones have said yesterday that they feel good with their offensive line, with what they have in-house. Now, in in my text conversation, he did think that they, behind the scenes, are reaching out to a couple of different free agents and a couple of guys that you have mentioned, Ward. Uh, that are available. So is it that they are talking, but if it doesn't work out, they just don't want people to know. 
They're not talking to anybody else because they feel good about what they got. Why do you need a secret at this point? No. You know that you're in trouble. You're raising the white flag right now, man. Uh, I'm with you. I mean, if you want to run an ad you know, on, in USA Today, hey, have a job at left tackle open. Help mm-hmm. out. I, you know, I don't know. So anyway, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, yesterday, you had a chance to visit with Coach Lassiter from university. Uh, and, uh, you know, after a tough 17-15 loss, what was, what was his mood like? And how were they as they got ready to start to start their prep for week two? He was actually in pretty good spirits. I mean, uh, he said that a lot of the mistakes... So in the first play of the game, there's an 80-yard touchdown run by University that got called back on a block in the back. And he said that the team kind of went flat after that. Like there's the jubilation and they saw the flag and they kind of went flat, which led to more mistakes and stuff. He said, although all those happened, they are coachable and they are fixable. It's a week one jitters and how, and you know, they didn't get much of a scrimmage because of, you know, extracurricular activity and stuff like that. But he said, looking at Eastern Hills film, that he feels good about it. He says they have some weaknesses that he feels like they can exploit. And so he feels good about it. He feels like they'll be able to bounce back. And, you know, listening to him with the energy he had, I, I got to agree with him. Well, so we'll find out. That'll be uh, coming up on Friday night. They'll play Eastern Hills in Fort Worth. And uh, we'll have that one for you over on our sister station, 104.9 FM. Uh, where is Temple this week, by the way? At home. home. Willis. Yeah. yeah. Willis. got Willis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'd be fun. That's a seven thirty kick, by the way, everybody. Yes, seven o'clock broadcast time. So when you when you go down the dial, you go, well, "Where's Ward?" Well, he's you know taking a nap because he's got an extra thirty minutes. <laughs> so his his pregame begins at seven, and then Waco will have their first home game uh, of the season. I think it's the Derek Johnson Classic too. I need to double check. Oh, how about that? And I think Der- you know what? I think Derek will be here. And don't hold me to this. We're gonna we're gonna effort to get Derek on the air with us. That'd um, be fun. So we'll uh, we'll see. And that'll be uh, coming up on Friday night at Waco ISD Stadium. All right, seven oh nine. We are off and running. Glad to have you with us on this Tuesday morning. Uh, Bears open against Albany, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Dave Veranda met with the uh, with the media yesterday, and. And uh, spend about 30 minutes with us, and uh, we'll we'll get to some of that for you. And that is coming up next. But first, let's get you up to date on what to wear to work or school this morning. Here's your Tuesday morning weather forecast. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Showers and thunderstorms are likely, mainly after 11 a.m., mostly cloudy today. Highs near 88, south winds around 5 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation at 60% today. New rainfall between a quarter and a half inch are possible. Showers and thunderstorms likely again this evening, mostly cloudy. Lows down around 74, southeast winds continuing 5 miles per hour. Chance of rain tonight, 60%. Currently, it is 79 degrees. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Aggies were 6, Bears 10, Oklahoma 9, and Aaron, remind me where the University of Texas was in the AP poll. They were not ranked. Oh, man. They... 27th receiving votes. Okay. All right. We're going to get some receiving votes, uh, T-shirts passed around. That'll be fun. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor, our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas, 715. Good morning, Tom and Ward. Ryan, we're glad you're along for a Tuesday morning commute to work or school. If you're getting out and about, let's be careful in and around those school zones. All right, uh, 
We will talk college football in earnest with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. Did want to talk a little bit about Baylor. First of all, Ward, I did not know this, and you may not either, but it's not – Albany does not want to be known as Albany. They want to be known as you Albany. So good for you Albany, but to they're me, Albany. They're, <laughs> to me, they're the Marmadukes. <laughs> the Marmadukes. <laughs> <sighs> they are the Great Danes. Well, look at their look at their mascot. If that's not Marmaduke, I don't know who it is. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so they come to town. I think they're like. They were like two and nine a year ago. And in their last nine seasons, they're 35 and 52. So they're not exactly. They're not very good. No, just let's, just get, let's just get right down to it. I was going to say they're not exactly world beaters in the FCS. No, they're, uh, they're a bad football team. Yeah. Uh, but every coach, and you know this from doing it, every coach is going to find their strengths. And they're going to talk about their strengths, and their strengths are going to worry them, and that's just part of the equation. And uh, that's no different. Yesterday, Dave Miranda met with the media, and he did talk about playing Albany right out of the box. Yeah, I look at uh, Albany and see a defense that's veteran in the back end and uh, up front plays technique and tries to leverage run uh, the run game and then you look at offensively you see a running back that's new that's going to be something to deal with you look at a tight end that's a mismatch and then I think quarterback wise you're probably going to see you know probably more than one and so I think all very talented and so it gives us an opportunity to come out and really you know um, be challenged to be at our best you know I think winning at every level um, takes so much. You know, it's just very difficult to do. And I think for a lot of our young people, for them to be at their best, um, for them to give the effort and the the detail that's needed to give us a chance to win is. I mean, that's going to be a very strong test for them. And so excited to uh, to be in that quest with them. So Dave Aranda with the uh, quick scouting report on on Albany and that starter, by the way, and. I haven't seen a pronunciation guide. I think I'm right here, but uh, his name is a, uh, he's a sophomore. His name is Reese Poffenbarger. I believe that is the uh, correct pronunciation, and I'm glad that's John's name to deal with. <laughs> so, they just named him the starter yesterday as well. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he, uh, he, was, he won the job yesterday. But as Dave Aranda mentioned, you, uh, you may see two quarterbacks from, uh, from Albany, but uh, Poffenbarger is, uh, is the starter. So uh, that, uh, that'll be uh, Saturday night at 6 o'clock. When you... When you prepare your football team, Warden, you've been in this position as a, as a coach. When you prepare, look, your football team can read. They know that this group traditionally has not been very good. Does that matter at all for this group when it's opening day? No, it shouldn't matter any day. And it, you know, again, if you're going to be the team you want to be, you don't worry about the other color jersey on the other sidelines ever. And it doesn't matter who it is, good, bad, indifferent. 
you go out and take care of your business and do what you're supposed to do each and every play, and the scoreboard will take care of itself the way it's supposed to. Uh, if you start worrying about, you know, they're not very good over there, you start getting undisciplined and you start lacking in what your responsibilities are. Uh, and if you start being intimidated by the other team because they're real good, then you start doing the same thing. So it doesn't matter who's on the other sideline. doesn't matter what color jersey they wear. And it just you worry about, for for the Baylor Bears, you worry about the, the green and gold jersey and do what you're supposed to do and go down the road and, and – let everything else take care of itself. Do your assignment. Don't try to do the, your your uh, neighbor's assignment. Do your assignment and let the machine run itself. No concern about looking ahead to BYU? No, you shouldn't. If you do, you're doing yourself a disservice. Again, right. do your assignment on every play and, and let it take care of itself. I mean, it's like we talked about yesterday, I think. I mean, you want to, you want to execute your plan, take care of your business, and you also want to let you you want to get some other folks into the football game and give them an opportunity to, you know, for lack of a better term, get their feet wet. And and but you first have got to establish your situation, take care of your business, mm-hmm. and when you when you're comfortable, then you can then you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be able to you know execute the way that it's supposed to be executed, and 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 make sure that you do what's asked of you so you know some other guys can get in there and do what's asked of them i mean it's a perfect opportunity to get some film on some young guys if you do what you're supposed to do so what what should be the expectation from a fan's perspective what what should we see it should be over by the first quarter i was going to say when when you're playing a team that i mean come on everybody knows that this again now you know every year's different but this team's traditionally not a very good FCS team. Mm-hmm. And and so I was just curious about the expectations. So you say three, four series you, you scores. Should, you, you should be able to, to go out and, and if you execute like you're supposed to and don't have dumb penalties and don't have mental lapses, you know, score on your first couple of drives and then let's get some other guys in there and see what they can do early. He was asked, uh, he being Coach Aranda, he was asked about, okay, so you won the conference championship, you won the Sugar Bowl, uh, you're a preseason number one pick in the Big 12. There's even some, you know, some discussion about uh, playoff and all kinds of stuff. There's And as the, as the reporter asked, there's more eyes on you. Do you feel that? I haven't, I have not felt it. You know, I think the, when... Anytime we're in uh, meetings or anytime that um, we're out in the practice field, it's been way intentional. And it's been, you know, so we had a scrimmage on or a, a mock game on Saturday. And a fair amount of it was, you know, hey, um, this is how pregame works or this is how the bear walk works. This is how pregame works. This is where you are and this is your locker Right. This is how you know the tight ends go out and the D linemen go out. This is the stretch we do. Right. This is the the pregame individual your position coach does. Right. This is how um, you know if you're on defense when the offense is out. This is how this is going to work. Your coach is going to talk to you. And make sure you hydrate. All that stuff. And so there was that, but there was also you know it was a scrimmage, and so we had 12 guys over 20 miles per hour um, on Saturday, which has never happened since I've been here. And so, I mean, we really kind of made that a point to try to get that. And so, 
you know, to be on point with all, because some of it can feel like you're taking a museum tour of like, hey, this is this, look at that, this is this, look at that, look at this, it will be like this next week. But then to kind of flip the switch and then go fast and we would say play green and do all of that, way cool, man. And so it's, I don't know, it's been like that, I guess, you know. And then even when you're in the, um, you know, if you're here at the bank or if you're in between the locker room, it's been, there has been a focus of it. But, um, you know, out, I mean, I certainly see it and am aware of it, and I'm sure, you know, uh, they are too. But I think there's been a, there's been a good focus and a good um, – uh, good connection with their team to not come, you know, get outside the lines with it. I, I guess when, or when you get into camp and you, and, and you kind of get insulated, don't you? And, and maybe don't pay attention to some of those things. Well, I think you pay attention to it, it to a certain extent, but because it's natural, um, they know that there's a target on their back, and you got to be able to be conscious of that target on your back because you're look, you're going to get. Albany's best shot. You're just going to get their best shot. You're going to get Oklahoma's best shot. You're going to get TCU's best shot. You're going to get everybody that you line up against best shot because you do have that target on your back. And so you have to be a little bit conscious about it. You can't ignore it because if you do, then you let your guard down. So you've got to go out every week with a complete focus of, doing what you're asked to do and, and taking care of what we just talked about, your responsibilities on every play and, and don't have those mental lapses during a ball game because those are the things that will, you know, breathe into giving them some confidence and some 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 ways to, you know, take advantage of what you have uh, lacked in being able to do. So, you know, a, a perfect example of that is, you know, right down the road, uh, that a team that we have over on Fox Sports Central Texas, UMHB, they get everybody's best shot, and you can't ignore it. You you can't just say, "Oh, well, we're, you know, we're, we're going to just go ahead and and go." And Coach Aranda's not; he knows that everybody that's going to line up is going to line up with their ears pinned back, ready to come at the Baylor Bears, and and those guys know it. But you don't you don't talk about it. You don't you don't walk around and and with your chest puffed out and say, hey, you know, we're picked to be number one. You just have a inner confidence that, hey, we've got to stay focused, we've got to be ready, and we've got to take care of our business. And, you know, don't let what he's talking about at the bank and everywhere else, that outside noise and what you're talking about, you've got to ignore it. You can't listen to all the the newspaper clippings and, and everything that everybody's saying that this team is ranked number one and, and, boy, they're a really good team and they ought to have a chance at the college football playoff. That doesn't matter. What matters is you take care of your business, you know there's a target on your back, and you go out and play the best of your ability each and every week. And, again, it's a cliche, but more times than not, the scoreboard will take care of itself. And they've got some questions of their own that they've got to answer. I mean, look, there's there's no – Jalen Petrie, there's no Tyquan Thornton, there's no JT Woods, there's no, you know, Terrell Bernard. I mean, th- there's a lot of missing pieces. Yes, yes. And I know they have talented players. But, but those who's going to step up? But those talented players, which ones, you know, will, will 
gain that experience and step up and, and do exactly what you're talking about. And, you know, uh, but and I also found it interesting, and I know we're up against the clock, but I also found it interesting that Coach Aranda talked about they had they go over the little things on how they do things. I mean, even at that level, here's how we line up. Here's here's how we come out for pregame. Well, you have to. I mean, it doesn't matter what level you're on. You you better you better show them how we're going to stretch in pregame. You better show them exactly where the linebackers are after we break out mm-hmm. of stretching, where the quarterbacks go, where the running backs go. And what drills we're going to do, if you don't run a, a dress rehearsal, a, yeah, dress rehearsal, a mock pregame, well, then it's going to be a fire drill out on the field and, and you're not going to be ready at kickoff. And I, so, I mean, that was part of that, uh, that answer. And I, and I found that it, uh, to be very interesting. All right. Uh, it is 728. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. A lot of things going on in college football, and we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. But right now, let's get to the uh, latest Cowboy news and notes with Christy Scales. And it's brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Highway 6, and Imperial Drive. Check them out at richardcarr.com. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. First rounder Tyler Smith talks about mixing and matching along the offensive line right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Today's the deadline for NFL roster cuts down to 53. And while moves will continue beyond today as teams scour waiver wires and contemplate trades, Cowboys player personnel director Stephen Jones confirmed yesterday that first-round pick Tyler Smith is green-lighted to return to practice after missing last week with an ankle injury. Smith played guard in camp, but is now the top candidate to move to left tackle, the position he played in college, in place of the injured Tyron Smith. Tyler says all the mixing and matching of players this past month at camp will make his transition easier. It's building chemistry between, you know, all the different, you know, mixes and matches that we have on those lines. And, you know, it's helping me with my steps because, you know, just in terms of growing as a player, because, you know, in college, you, well, you you stick with the same five most of the time, like, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. So just mixing and matching has been great for us. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design, 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. 
Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. NFL teams must reduce their rosters to 53 players today. Stay tuned to ESPN Central Texas for any trades or roster moves made by the Dallas Cowboys. College football will take center stage starting Thursday of this week. Oklahoma State will host Central Michigan on Thursday, while West Virginia pays a visit to Pittsburgh. The rest of the Big 12 starts on Saturday with Baylor hosting Albany for a 6 o'clock kickoff. Rangers and Astros play each other five more times this season, starting tonight in Arlington. First pitch is at 7.05, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. 7.33, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. High school football goes into week two, college football week one, and we are ready to talk about it as we welcome into the program Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, good morning. How are you? Are you ready to go? Yeah, I definitely am. It's, uh, I, week zero was a pretty good appetizer, but now I think we're ready for the main course. Let, let's start with week zero, and I realize... It is still August. We have not even reached September. But after finding another way to lose a game, is Scott Frost in trouble? You know, it's interesting. Uh, It's easy to forget, I think, that Nebraska hasn't been to a bowl game since 2016. And, you know, for a program that's historically as proud as this program is, obviously I think it's been such a tough road. And so that said, I think that if Scott Frost makes a bowl game, he's fine. I I don't think he has to do much more than that. I don't think he has to do much crazier than that. I think they just need to be average to make a bowl game. Now, losing to Northwestern makes that a lot harder. When you looked at their schedule, you kind of looked and kind of penciled in Northwestern as one of those games that they're going to win. And, of course, to lose the way that they did so many of their games last season, I think, makes it a whole lot worse. But... I don't think he's in trouble, trouble as yet. A lot of people there really want it to work. But, I mean, when you keep having results like this, when you keep losing games like this, it, it becomes embarrassing at a certain point. Aggies named Haynes King as their starting quarterback. Any surprise there? I'd say a little bit of a surprise, but it sounded like it was trending that direction as we headed into fall camp. You know, I, I think the presumed starter probably in the spring a little bit more was Max Johnson, the LSU transfer. But, 
you know, the thing that you always hear about Jimbo Fisher is how complicated his offense is, how long it takes to learn things. And I, I think that from that perspective, having the quarterback who's been in this offense for multiple years at this point, who knows the system, who understands the calls just a little bit better, uh, probably does make a little more sense. And, you know, look, Max Johnson has had success in the SEC, of course, playing at LSU, but Haynes King is a super talented kid. You know, he was a borderline five-star type player coming out of high school. Uh, he, of course, led Longview to a state championship, their first one in over 80 years. So, you know, a, a lot of people in that room, a lot of people across the state are going to be rooting for that kid. And uh, and so I think that, uh, you know, last year, of course, he won the starting job coming out of camp. Uh, and it seems like he hopefully has gotten even better during his year off. So, not a huge surprise, but I think that's uh, a little bit different than maybe we expected when spring camp started. Sonny Dykes said that they may play as many as three quarterbacks. Is that Sonny Dykes having a little fun with the media, or will they really put three different signal callers on the field? Well, first of all, I think that that's a testament to <laughs> whether he intended it or not. Probably uh, how they view the quality of Colorado, who they're going to be playing against this week, because Colorado is not very good. But I, I think that when you, I, I think that heading into this week, I do think that we probably will see multiple quarterbacks. Now, I, I think that they probably in their head have an idea of who they want to, to actually kind of be the guy and be the starter heading in, but they don't really have to make a declarative type statement until they play SMU. Uh, in a couple of weeks because, you know, I, I think that before that, I think Colorado should be a pretty easy win. I don't think that they're a very good team this year. And so I do think that we will end up seeing all three quarterbacks. Now, I, I think that's probably going to be more, hey, in the first half, you see maybe some of the top two quarterbacks, Max Duggan and Chandler Morris. Uh, and then we maybe see Sam Jackson, the third quarterback, who people are really excited about in Fort Worth. Uh, maybe a little bit more sort of in mop of duty at the end, but I do think that we probably will see all three quarterbacks at some point. Now I am going to be curious. I, I thought that they probably would just go forward with one quarterback at some point, but you know, both these guys are veterans. I, I think that both these guys have a lot of upside and both these guys have a lot of downside. So I, I think that maybe they wish that they felt a little more declarative about their position than they do. But I, I don't think that this is necessarily just Sonny Dykes playing games. I think that Sonny Dykes also kind of feels like, well, we don't feel like we have as good an answer as we wish that we had. Is there a game that you have on upset watch right now, Shahan? Hmm. Upset watch. That's a good question. I mean, I think that, uh, I think that one game that I'd really point to as I don't know if upset watch is the right word, but just that I think it's going to be a great, great game is going to be that West Virginia pit game on Thursday. Uh, you know, the backyard brawl is one of the more historic rivalries in college football. And it's been a decade since they played this game. There's been so much excitement over the idea of playing this game. And so, you know, you have West Virginia, I think in a huge spot with an opportunity to pull a pretty big upset over the defending ACC champions and, you know, for Neil Brown, who hasn't had very many highs during his ten tenure, I, I think that it would be huge for them to be able to go on the road in the, the revival of this game and have an opportunity to win that game. You know, Pitt's ranked number 17 in the country, I believe after winning, uh, winning a whole bunch of games last year, playing in a new year's six game. And, you know, if, if West Virginia was able to do that coming off of Pitt's maybe best team ever and beat them in their home stadium, I think that that would be huge for the program. I think it would it would probably 
by West Virginia and Neil Brown a whole bunch more time to, to figure things out after that. And, and I think that it was finally creating good vibes on that program. What do you think it is with, with the West Virginia program? I'll be honest. I, I'm a Neil Brown fan. I, I think he's a terrific coach, but for whatever reason, it just has not happened for him over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I I think that obviously when he took over after that 2018 season, uh, 2018 was a culmination year for West Virginia. And, you know, you obviously had the great quarterback in Will Greer. I think he had a very senior-heavy offensive line. And when you headed into 2019, I think a lot of that was gone. Um, you, you know, I was talking to somebody who, who knows the program pretty well the other day, actually. And, you know, he felt like one of the biggest things that gets overlooked is how long it took to, to put back together that offensive line. Now we're heading into year four and, and four years is enough time to rebuild an offensive line. It's enough time to rebuild an offense. And you know, look, it hasn't just been the offensive line. I think that the quarterback play that they've had has been very disappointing. The quarterbacks they've been able to acquire have been very disappointing. I've been very unimpressed with their receiver play as well. And, and for an offensive coach who won 10 games a year at, at Troy of all places, which is a tough place to win. It's been, I think, a little surprising that it hasn't worked a little quicker for West Virginia. So, you know, look, at the end of the day, I do think that, you know, there's context. They they did finish, uh, you know, as a bowl team each of the last two years. But I think that I definitely had expectations that they could be a little bit more than that. And, you know, heading into this year, I'm going to be curious whether they can finally kind of put some of that together with a quarterback, obviously, who I think that they feel is, uh, is pretty good in J.C. Daniels. What do you need to see out of the Texas offense with Quinn Ewers at quarterback against you and uh, Monroe? Yeah, I think that there's probably not a whole lot that they could show us necessarily that's going to impress us. But what I'd really like to see more than anything is I, I'd like to see Quinn Ewers look comfortable. I, I'd like to see him, uh, you know, moving well in the pockets, uh, moving well under pressure. I, I, I don't know exactly how much uh, he's going to be pressured, but, you know, I think that the biggest question that you have to have about Quinn Ewers is, man, it's been it's been two years since he's played uh, a live football game, and he's never thrown a collegiate pass. I, I want to see how he does under true live pressure because I think that it's a just a totally different animal when when the lights are on and and when you try to figure that sort of thing out. So, uh, ULM's not a very good team. I don't think they're going to pro- provide much of a challenge for Texas, but. You know, I think that that's an opportunity to maybe workshop some things, put Quinn Ewers in some situations that are difficult, make him make some difficult throws, uh, have some showcase opportunities. And I'd love to also probably see who's going to emerge at wide receiver with some of the issues that they've had with injuries and suspensions and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, Xavier Worthy at at wide receiver one is a total known commodity. He's going to be a borderline All-American player this upcoming year, but Who's going to be that number two? We felt like it was going to be Isaiah Nair, the, the Wyoming transfer before he tore his ACL. We thought that maybe it would be Ajayi Hall, who now is suspended because of uh, you know stuff that went on on campus. And, and all of a sudden, it's, uh, you know, you're in a position where you're really hoping that maybe one of these young players can step up. So I think that those would be the two things that I'd be looking at. I want to see how Quinn Ewers reacts uh, to live game action for the first time in two years. And I want to see who exactly is going to step up and be a major contributor at receiver because I don't think that we uh, that we have a good idea of that right now. Clearly, the starting quarterback position is still open for Michigan. But did you find it interesting that Harbaugh has publicly announced that he's going to play two different quarterbacks in two different weeks? Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting, and you know it's funny 
dating back to his time, even with the 49ers, you know, I think that Jim Harbaugh has actually done uh, an underrated job of managing quarterback battles and, and personalities and all that sort of thing. I mean, you know, I, I think that, that a worse coach in terms of that probably loses JJ McCarthy or Cade McNamara uh, over the off season, but both these guys are back with them really feel like they have a fair shot at the job. And and look, here's the thing that I'll say is that Michigan has, uh, because they, they canceled a, a non-conference game against UCLA uh, a couple years ago, they have probably the easiest, uh, you know, uh, probably the easiest non-conference slate of maybe any Power 5 team. They're, they're playing Hawaii, who I think we all saw last is, is a disaster. They're, they're playing UConn, who looks a little improved, but obviously historically one of the worst teams in the FBS. Uh, and their best game that they're playing this week is against first-year uh, head coach Jay Norvell at Colorado State. So not exactly a murderer's row of non-conference schedules. So I think that, you know, when, when you kind of mix this sort of thing up, I mean, this is the sort of thing that you're able to do when you really don't have to be challenged in your non-conference slate. It's, it's still an odd situation to, to name two different starters or two different games and say, well, by game three, maybe we'll figure it out. But I mean, look, if you feel like that's what's best for the room, then sure, you know, you're Jim Harbaugh. You, you of course, have an opportunity to do that. Can Notre Dame hang with Ohio State? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I think that it's going to be a really tough situation for a first-year head coach. Um, you, you know, when we've talked about Notre Dame in the past, the biggest issue that faced them historically uh, under Brian Kelly was that they just didn't have the speed to keep up. And they've had individual players come through that, that can do that. But man, when you're talking about losing Kyle Hamilton and, and, you know, kind of wholesale needing to defend that Ohio state offense, that is a tough, tough situation. I think that Ohio state is going to be out for blood after, of course, uh, you know, missing out on the big 10 championship game, missing out on the playoff last year. I think they're just totally in a different kind of position than what uh, Notre Dame is at right now. I think Notre Dame has to replace a lot on both sides of the ball. You know, I, I love the transfer that they brought in that safety, Brandon Joseph from Northwestern, but that's one guy. You know, I, I don't know whether they have enough in their secondary. I don't know whether they have enough offensively to be able to keep up. Uh, you know, they got a first-year starting quarterback in Ty Buckner. It's just a lot to ask for a Notre Dame team that I think is still rebuilding a little bit at some of the key skill positions. So, no, I don't think that Notre Dame can hang. I honestly think it's going to be a blowout. Talking with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, if the Buckeyes do beat up on on Notre Dame, I, I realize it's week one. Does that take the Irish out of playoff contention? Well, they play uh, an unbelievable schedule. They play like uh, they play like three or four teams who could be college football playoff contenders with USC and Clemson. I, I believe also on the schedule near the end of the year. So, I don't think it takes them out, but it just makes things a lot tougher. It means that you can't lose any more games from there on out. You have to finish eleven and one. If your one losses to Ohio State, who will probably finish number two in the country, I think you can play your way back up. Now, my thing is that I just don't think that they can do that. I don't think that they can manage that schedule. I don't think they're going to be quite as good as they were last year. And honestly, last year, if last year's team plays the schedule that they have this year, they still probably go eight and four or nine and three, just because the schedule is really, really hard, just with the way that things set up. So, um, no, I don't think it eliminates them from the college football playoff race. I think that just 
what they have ahead and, and the quality of their team and where they're at as a program right now probably is just a little early. But, you know, look, keep an eye on Marcus Freeman's program. They're recruiting at a really high level. I think that they're identifying a lot of the stuff that they've struggled to do over the past couple of years. So, you know, you heard it here first. In 2024, I think they'll be a legitimate college football playoff team, but I, I don't think that they will be this year. Should number 24 Houston be a little bit worried about non-ranked UTSA? Um, it's a good question. I, I think that, you know, for UTSA, this is a program that lost a couple of their best players to the NFL because, uh, you know, after a tremendous, tremendous season. And, you know, the, the big thing that you say when you talk about a conference USA team going up against a uh, an American team and one that's about to be in the Big 12 is, you know, I, I think that Houston's just a little different in the trenches. Now, UTSA's got more players on the roster that I think have a chance to play in the NFL. They are a really, really talented team, and Jeff Trailer's doing an unbelievable job. But things will be tricky. I, I think it'll be a tricky matchup, but I think that Houston's probably special enough in the trenches that they're going to be able to hold off UTSA. But, you know, at the same time, I, I think that, you know, we saw last year that that some of the, the trenches actually kind of showed up uh, against Texas Tech in their lone loss in the first week of the season. So I think that this is going to be a pretty good game. I think that UTSA can definitely make it competitive. Uh, quarterback Frank Harris probably has to have a really good game for them to, to feel good about that. But, um, you know, I think that Houston should be able to cruise and, and potentially start off on a, a close to undefeated season. And we haven't played a game yet, but is this Alabama's national championship to lose? I think it is. I, I mean, I absolutely think it is. I mean, this is the first team in the history of college football to turn both the Heisman winner on offense and the Nagurski winner on the defensive side of the ball. You know, they have the best player in uh, on offense in college football. And then they got the best overall player on the defensive side of the ball in Will Anderson. You know, both these guys could be top three NFL draft picks potentially. It's unbelievable stuff. And, you know, I think that maybe some of the – they have a couple of small holes in certain areas, right? Like I think that their offensive line is still uh, uh, only probably good and not great. Um, you know, I don't think that they're quite as good at defensive tackle, but like this is nitpicking. That's kind of what you're doing with this Alabama team because they've got, you know, all American contenders in the secondary. They've got all American contenders at running back and wide receiver. They've got the best quarterback in the country. They've got the best edge rusher in the country. They've got uh, by far the best linebacking core in the country. Like, this is a special team. I, I think that absolutely this is the team that you have to look at as the presumptive national champion. And remember, Last year, Alabama had a lot of issues. Uh, it, you know, it really kind of was, you know, Saban just about it, but like it really kind of was a rebuilding year in a lot of ways with everything that they lost. And so I think for them, you know, they still made the national championship game. If their receivers don't get hurt, they maybe still win the national championship anyway. So to be able to take that team and add to it, with a, with a couple of transfers at key positions. I mean, I, I think that this is absolutely the presumptive national champion, and until somebody beats them, I don't know if anybody will. Jayhan, uh, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, I got to do an uh, actually an interview with Bryce Young uh, about his new commercials. Actually, he's going to be starring in those Fansville ads, so that was kind of fun to, to get to talk to him about shooting that stuff. And then 
Other than that, we're just getting ready to to get into the week of football. And, you know, I'm working on trying to figure out my week to week content schedule. So, uh, <laughs> so it'll be a, it'll be sort of a first run of all this sort of stuff this week. So if it's a little, if it's a little rusty, uh, just, just know I'm working on it. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, Shahan, thank you. We appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. That is Shahan Jayaraj. Boy, he does a great job covering college football. 7.51. It's uh, not away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward, I, I, I want to throw this in real quick. Sean Hunt sent us a quick note on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. I know we were talking about Temple and Willis, and uh, he pointed out that Willis has a, a junior quarterback in Derek Legway. Uh, Derek Legway's son, rather. And uh, Legway played at Baylor back in the 90s, and uh, maybe the best uh, quarterback that Temple will play this year is the Willis QB. And it uh, should be a lot of fun to see see that one. But uh, you were talking about uh, Willis. They had over 600 yards of offense last week. They did. Yeah. So, I mean, you get 600 yards against air, it's you're, not, you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's not nothing to sneeze at no, at so, any time. So that, that'll be fun to watch uh, Temple and Willis this this weekend on Friday night. Uh, 752. Say it away from eight. You got something you want to share with us? We'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Ah, uh, the athletic. I love the athletic. I, I you know, I'm a subscriber of the athletic. They've got a they've got bowl predictions out already. You've got I'm but we're not gonna go you over all of them. Me. No, you, and we're not gonna go over all of them. Uh, they had preseason bowl predictions, but it, but it's changed now for whatever reason. I'm, I'm going to give you one's going to jump off the page at you, and we'll talk about it next. Recently on Game Time, but we welcome into the program from the Baylor Bear Insider, Mr. Jerry Hill. It's game week, Tommy. You know, here we go. Uh, most positions are, are settled by now. You think about it, in uh, you know January one, two thousand twenty-two was last time they've played together. So uh, yeah, it's been a long wait, and and I, I think everybody's ready. Game time weekdays at seven a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. 
Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lifts, ditch switch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.56 coming up in a couple of minutes. John Morris will have today's Baylor Sports Beat program for us. Get you uh, up to date on what's going on with Baylor Athletics. Glad to have you with us here this morning. We are in the Alan Samuels studio and presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. All right, I, I mentioned this. Uh, the Athletic has come out with their uh, their bowl predictions. You ready for this? I'm just going to zip through these, and most of these you'll, you'll go, uh, but one's going to kind of jump off the page at you. Orange Bowl, Clemson. Now, this is the New Year's Six. Uh, it's kind of what we'll do here. New Year's Six, Clemson and Notre Dame in the Orange Bowl. Uh, Fiesta Bowl, Ohio State and Utah. Peach Bowl, Alabama and Georgia. The conference rematch. Uh, North Carolina State. So is the Peach Bowl a playoff bowl? What are the I don't, play- I don't what, know. What are, the, what are the playoff bowls this I year? I don't know which four are the playoffs. Uh, I do know, obviously, that uh, that the Peach is one. It's got Alabama. Has to be, yeah. yeah. That matchup. And I would think the Fiesta with number two, Ohio State. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I didn't the, mean to interrupt. No, no, no. Wondering. The Cotton Bowl certainly is not one. Here's they got the Cotton Bowl. NC State in Houston. Hmm. Uh, Rose Bowl, Michigan and USC. That clearly is not. Uh, but here's the one that gets me. Uh, it has to be the Fiesta and the Peach, by the way, because those are the top four teams. This is the one that gets me. The Sugar Bowl. Texas A&M, which I've seen a lot of Texas A&M in the, in, in the uh, Sugar Bowl, playing Kansas State. Not buying it. I'm not either. I know they're going to be better. But are they a New Year's Six team? And oh, by the way, uh, they have, if you're wondering about Baylor, because Baylor was, you know, the, I've seen Baylor in the Sugar Bowl for a second consecutive year. On a, on a lot of them, but if you're wondering about Baylor, this one has Baylor in the Alamo Bowl uh, playing UCLA out of the Pac-12. Texas, uh, uh, the uh, Texas Bowl has Oklahoma State and Arkansas. 
and the cheese it bowl has Oklahoma and Miami. So there you go. But hmm. I, 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 Kansas State in the sugar. I just, There's a lot of hype about Kansas State, and I'm sorry, I don't, I don't buy it. I think they're going to be good, but I don't think they're New Year's Six good. No, we'll we'll find out. All right, seven fifty eight uh, coming up. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about what's going on out in Touchdown Alley this year, and uh, we'll do that. Uh, in just a couple of minutes with Aaron Bean from uh, Baylor University. But right now, John's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball moves up in the national polls, and Baylor Football continues preparation for their season opener this Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. At Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? During the Labor Day sales event at Allen Samuels, purchase a new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star and receive values up to $7,000 or choose 2.9% for 72 months and get 2,500 bonus cash and no payments for 90 days. Shop with us today. Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball moving up in the national AVCA polls with a bullet. Coming off their win, 3-2 victory over reigning national champion and third-ranked Wisconsin on Saturday in Fort Worth. The Bears jump from number 16 in the nation to number 9 in the nation this week. Baylor Volleyball on the road at a tournament hosted by Pepperdine later this week. Baylor Football home for their season opener this Saturday at McLean Stadium, hosting the Albany Danes. Coach Dave Aranda at his weekly press conference yesterday asked what he's looking to get out of this season opener. Identity. I think, you know, we want to, um, we talked about this in the staff meet earlier today, identity, competitive maturity. And energy, you know. I think identity. Um, we talked about there's a jazz mu- musician who said, you know, jazz is simple, but simple ain't easy. And it just it would be great to really be good at the simple ain't easy part. And um, you know, I think there's a fair amount of teams that that maybe struggle with that part. And for us to um, to really make an impact in that area would be uh, would be ideal. You know, then I think, you know, the competitive maturity part. So how do we handle to go up? You first have to go down and you have to kind of um, we can define suffering as any time that you're not in control. And so what's great about football is that a um, fair amount of us are going to not be in control of outcomes of, of uh, this call or that result and all these things. And so how we handle that um, will have a lot to do with kind of um, where our competitive maturity is, you know, a lot 
to be desired from a year ago first game. And then I think energy-wise, you know, I think there's for sure there's going to be a, a strong energy to start the game. But, you know, depending on where the game is, we're struggling to get in it, we're ahead of it, regardless of where it is, right? We want to be able to continue to build energy and so that our sideline is winning the battle of sidelines and that our team is out there performing and getting better as the game goes. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears hosting Albany Saturday at 6 p.m. at McLean Stadium. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Back on game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Hour two of the program presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Aaron Bean from Baylor University, assistant AD for strategic marketing. And the uh, great Danes are coming to town on uh, on Saturday Aaron, and, and we should have a lot of fun opening up the football season. And, of course, part of that is the entire experience of a Baylor game, and that includes Touchdown Alley. And what do we got going on in TD Alley this year? We are so excited for football season to finally kick off this weekend. And so Touchdown Alley is a great place right in the heart of our tailgate area for families to come experience Um, a little bit of excitement from our partners as well as Baylor Athletics. So with it being the first home game, we have our football posters. So if you haven't had a chance to get your hands on the annual football poster, you'll be able to grab one there. We're also doing a celebration of life for our beloved bear, Joy, who passed away earlier this summer. And so the bear habitat folks are going to be out at Touchdown Alley. You'll be able to interact with them, learn a little bit more about the conservation efforts of the Baylor Bear Habitat and learn more about Joy. And because we love her so much, everyone that um, visits Touchdown Alley, excuse me, I'll say the first 4,000 fans that visit Touchdown Alley, will be able to get a commemorative pennant with Joy on it and a little bit of information about our future efforts in um, black bear conservation, as well as maybe an update on our current bear lady. Will there be different activities throughout the season or there or is it this is this is our core activities and we'll have these for for all of our home games or, or will there be some different activities throughout the season we're trying to have surprises every week mm-hmm. so fans have a reason to stop by touchdown alley we have our alumni tailgate show there um it's brooke bednars and a great group of people are going to preview the game about an hour before kick you can come you can watch the show live you can bop over to bear walk come down we do t- um, shut down touchdown alley 30 minutes prior to kick so everyone has enough time to get inside but i'm not going to share all of the surprises <laughs> but i will say if every game if you want something to go into the stadium with you know maybe like some gold items for our gold gold game or when our veterans when we have our salute to heroes game on november 12th against kansas state i highly highly recommend stopping by touchdown alley and checking it out where is the best place to park and getting into Touchdown Alley and those type of things? How how should folks be able to have the best access to where you guys are located? 
So the best way, obviously, is to walk over the bridge across the river. We have Dutton Parking um, Garage right on the corner. Um, 90% of our fans actually do come across the bridge. So once you get to the Bear Plaza, you just turn right and you'll go, you'll can't miss it. You'll run right into Touchdown Alley. And, and, and that's part of it, isn't it, Aaron? I mean, I was just thinking about it. Uh, it's it's no longer just a football game. It really is a, a day-long family experience. Absolutely. We try to talk, think about it from the moment you step out of your vehicle to the end of the game, after you're, the Bears have pulled off a great victory and you're walking back, we want you to have an experience from the moment. So we really try to incorporate face painters for the little kiddos if you want to get your bear paw or if you want to get the Baylor logo. Um, we, our partners, D1 Waco, will always set up um, a, a different type of activity each week for you to kind of run through and get what a football student athlete experience might be like. Um, we will have a lot of different partners and different activations each week. Um, HEB has been our season long sponsor. There's the HEB tailgate. We want you to be able, if you don't purchase a tailgate through our um, exclusive partners, Revel XP and tailgate guys, if you don't purchase a tailgate through there, we want you to still have the tailgate experience. We want you to still feel like you want to come to the game a few hours early and that we are here to service you. We're here to make sure that you are having a lot of fun and we're hoping to get you excited. So by the time you hit the stadium, you're raring to go. What time should fans start arriving? Touchdown Alley will open this weekend at 3 p.m. So we always open Touchdown Alley three hours prior to kick. Um, we always see people arrive about two hours prior to kick. That's when it gets kind of crazy, but that's when it's the most fun. You know, we always have the big giant TV screen in the end zone. So we'll be watching either other football games in the area or other shows leading up to, you know, like the, um, the tailgate show leading up to the game. We have lawn furniture. We have got lawn games. So there's plenty to keep you entertained. Um, again, we do open three hours prior to kick. So this weekend it'll be at 3 p.m. And Aaron, I know that the uh, the office of Baylor alumni is there. So you, and they they put on a uh, a spread and and have a lot of fun there. So you never know who you're going to run into over there. It's just the best. It really is. Like I you, like you mentioned, the alumni tailgate is right there. Fans can interact with other alumni. If you aren't an alumni or you're not yet a student at Baylor, it's a great opportunity to meet some really great people. I um, am not originally from Waco. And the first thing that they had me do when I got here was go to that alumni tailgate. I will say our students sneak that are working touchdown alley sneak in there for the great food um, and get to interact with people. It's a lot of fun over in our area. We've got music going. Um, it's, and it's a cool experience to have that turf. If you're, if you're a young child and, you know, it's your first time on the turf and feel the magic of game day. It's definitely a lot of fun. And that's where we will be broadcasting every uh, before every home game. We start four hours before kick. Uh, so we'll be on yeah. the air at two o'clock right there. So <laughs> you can come hang out with us and, and, uh, yeah. and we're over there by the, the D1 turf field. So it, it's a lot of fun just to come hang out and get ready for the game. It really is. And like I said, we really try to think about, especially for this first game, what can we do from start to finish? So having touchdown alley open, you know, we're hoping to have a couple autograph sessions with some select student athletes throughout the year. Um, this weekend, it is the bear habitat, but then we also have fireworks post game. So not only are we thinking about pregame, we're trying to think of post game. We've got a great fireworks display. So if you hang out, it will start about 10 minutes after the game ends. So we really are trying to think about that fan experience holistically. And then also in venue, what are we doing in venue you know, I think a fan favorite was the kick a field goal um, attempt. And so we're going to try and bring that back this year. We're just really excited to finally have a clean stadium alive, back with all of our Baylor family and cheer our, fans, our Bears on to victory. Aaron, thanks. We appreciate your time as always today. 
Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Have a great day. That's Aaron Bean. She is the uh, assistant AD for strategic marketing. And, and there is something literally for, you know, the young uh, to the young at heart. I mean, there's there's something fun to do in uh, in Touchdown Alley. Now, there's always, or you know, you, you've been to a million tailgates. There, there's, <laughs> there's, you're going to find good food. You're going to find oh, yeah. food, and, and, and it's just it's great. And there's televisions everywhere, uh, so they're watching all the other big games, and it's just, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. It, it really is, and look forward to it uh, coming up this Saturday as as the dogs come to town. The Great Danes are going to be here. Stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> you Albany. I mean, I'm <laughs> not Albany. You Albany. The Marmadukes. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, it's uh, 8-11, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up in, in a few minutes, uh, we're going we're gonna to look a little bit at the, uh, at the depth chart for Baylor. Uh, they made some decisions. And again, wouldn't you say it's fair to say that even though this depth chart is set for this game, that it's 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 fluid as you work through your non-conference schedule, and, and you know it's it sometimes takes a few weeks to to really cement what you want to do and who you want to play in certain positions. Yeah, I would think so. I would think everybody's going through that and trying to find out exactly what the best mix is, and you know who who grasp what they need to be doing at, at each position. And, you know, the other aspect of it is who can help me on special teams more than anybody else. Great point. I mean, hey, look, I saw on Friday night how special teams can affect uh, a football team. So uh, that'll be uh, – that. We'll, we'll have that for you coming up in a few minutes. But right now, we do want to remind you that we are brought to you by our good friends at Morrison's Gifts. Morrison's Gifts has great gift ideas for birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays. And uh, they've been doing this since 1979. They are a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive. You can choose. I mean, they have a variety of gift ideas for you, including Consuela products, John Hart leather goods. They've got jewelry. They've got candles, key rings. Uh, they've got even some little snacks, and they've got some Waco memorabilia. I mean, it, they got all kinds of fun things for you to take uh, take a look at. Again, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's right next to Jason's Deli. They're in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. You can go by and maybe have a have a salad at Jason's, go next door and do a little shopping and, and pick up that birthday gift or that anniversary gift or whatever the, the gift may be. Or it could be just because, one of those just because, just because I was thinking about you, uh, guys. We, we, you know, if you do that, boy, you can you can pocket one, one, <laughs> and and have that have one in your hip pocket if you do that. So check them out today at forty three hundred eight West Waco Drive. That's right next to Jason's Deli. It's Waco Lions football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tooson and me this Friday night as the Lions take on W.T. White High School at Waco ISD Stadium. Our coverage of Waco Lions football begins at 630 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's Waco High and W.T. White from Waco ISD Stadium presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers, 
planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Do you need some quick cash to help pay for today's inflated cost of food, gasoline, and other necessities? Bring your unwanted jewelry, tools, rifles, and guns to Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pawn. Their professional staff will appraise the item, make you a fair offer, and you'll be walking out with cold hard cash the same day. A valid Texas driver's license is required. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, Waco. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 till 6. Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid of how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then head out to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center September 3rd and 4th. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, September 3rd, 9 to 5, and Sunday, September 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Are you ready for some football? It's football season, so stop in at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco. Come watch football at the bar and enjoy specialty margaritas, or stop in before the game and enjoy any of their great menu items like their famous tomatillo enchilada, Mexican toquitos, or pollo del mar. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., and open till 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco, located off West Loop 340. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling and Foundation, Myatt Fuels, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 818, good morning. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 
say good morning to Stephanie from Sales. Good morning, Stephanie from Sales. Good morning, Tom. Ryan Ward, how are you? Eh. Yeah. Fantastic. Ryan's fantastic. Ward's eh. How are you, Tom? I, I'm okay. My arms are a little sore. From what? Did you work out? No, I swam that 100 miles from... Uh... <laughs> Here we go. Never mind. <laughs> You're never going to let that go, are no, you? No, I'm not. Nope, <laughs> nope, not at all. What, what do you got for us this morning? Well, it's a new sport. Yeah? Started in Australia. Yeah? Called Super Punt. Oh, that's one of my favorites. I mean, <laughs> you, you had... You can have steak or you can have spaghetti. Super punt. Oh, S- super. S-U-P-A and then punt, P-U-N-T. It's a non-contact sport. So you got two players playing against each other, and they punt the ball over the line. It's an oval-shaped ball like a football. Yeah. And you can only have the ball in your possession for seven seconds, and you have to kick it like five meters, which that's like 16 feet. I looked that up. <laughs> but there's what's the what's the objective? Well, it says that players attempt to gain a territorial advantage with the aim of scoring a point by kicking the ball across the opponent's goal line. Hmm. Is it worth three points or seven points or it's 20? Just a point? A point. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're using, like, in this video, they're using, like, rugby balls to play. Yes, it's kind of like, well, you could do a soccer field, a rugby field, and you, I guess you just draw a line and you have to punt it in the goal. Is it a thing? No, it's not in the goal. What is it? You have to catch it. If you catch it, you get to move up five yards. If you don't catch it, you have to kick from there. And if you kick it without the opponent catching it and it goes into the end zone then it is a point for the other team that's a lot of complication you may i just a <laughs> thought here you may want to research these things i a did little. i've got the rules not very many of them if the ball is knocked forward the you return the kick should be taken in line with the point and maybe you can contact. catch it that's her rules well that's a rule I make up my own rules. <laughs> no kidding yeah this catch- well, there's a shocker for everybody you make up your own rules Oh Lord! This this catching the thing that was kind of an important piece to the to the. <laughs> that you... Well, that's why I got Ward to back me up. It's look at the video and though. You it's have only cool. seven seconds to return the punt. If you don't, then you are penalized. And the other opponent gets the ball. And they just keep moving up. Yeah. Until they get basically a little freebie, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. I if, liked if the you name. Catch it I would again, play you it. move up five yards. If you don't catch it, you have to kick from where you're wherever where you're ball, at. Well, wherever the ball stops. Right. Not where it lands, where it stops. So if it rolls into the end zone, then it's a point for the other team. Gotcha. I think it's kind of cool. I just like the is name. Is it first one to, to, is it make it, take it? I mean, or is it the first one to 21? I mean, what are we doing here? You go back to the, tw- back to the 20 and after the score and then you're, you're punting that back the other way. Gotcha. You're trying to gain field position with it. I used to have my punters do this on the practice field every day, and that's how. So they... it's really not new. Then they just Australians, because I mean, no, it's nothing new. So is there <laughs> leagues? I mean, is it? Is it? I tried to find a league. I could not find a league. I didn't know anywhere. How organized this? I don't think part... it really is. 
I mean, I there's a whole a web, there's a whole website on it. So, are we going to call this a thing or not? It's a thing, but it's not. I don't think there's any leagues yet because it's just so new. Ah, all right. I think it's kind of cool. All right, Steph. <laughs> Thanks so much. You're welcome. Enjoy your day. Have a good day. Go sell something. Okay. Bye. All right, Stephanie from Sales. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it is uh, eight twenty-two. Twenty-two. Super. You know. Your mama's going to call you for super. <laughs> About five o'clock. Seriously, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to call me for super. I know when this when it's super time. Wait you for the to, bell, the dingling, the gotta, triangle. You got to call me for lunch. I don't. <laughs> I don't know when lunch is. Yeah. Anyway, ah, interesting. All right, eight twenty three, and uh, I, I again, I was just looking. Uh, at the Baylor depth chart for for the Albany game. And, and, you know, there was a lot of competition, Ward, at the receiver positions and at the running back spot. Well, the running back, the start is going to go to Tay McWilliams, and I think he's, he's he kind of separated himself in that in that deal. Uh, the starting wide receivers will be Hal Presley uh, and Seth Jones, along with Monterey Baldwin, and then the tight end, of course, will be Ben Sims. I didn't think there was any competition there in there. Clearly wasn't so uh, that that will kind of give you uh, an idea of what's uh, what's going to happen up uh, for the uh, in the in those uh, in those uh, specialty uh, uh, the skill positions rather mm-hmm. so that uh, and, and again I think you're going to see even by design whether the, what no matter what the score is you're going to see a lot of different guys particularly early play in those positions as you know and again you've talked about it we've talked about it. Your your practice and, and it just and there's nothing you can do about it. Some people are are really good practice players, and some people really aren't very good practice players. And I and, and without a true scrimmage, I mean, I know you can inter squad a little bit, but without a true scrimmage or a quote preseason uh, type type game, you know, you're going to do like Harbaugh's doing at Michigan. He's going to play two different quarterbacks in two different weeks. I mean, you got to get you got to get a look see under you know under the lights, so to speak. And and I think that's the same thing for Dave Aranda and the Bears. Is I believe that they're going you know they're going to play a lot of different guys at those wide receiver positions. They're going to play a lot of. Uh, I think they'll play multiple running backs. I do too. Two or three, maybe even four, to see who if if somebody has a different feel, different vibe, a different look under the lights against an opponent as opposed to, you know, inter-squad scrimmages or, or, or just practice against uh, against the, the defense or whatever the case may be. And, and you'll probably see that. I know you're going to see that uh, on the defensive side, particularly up front where they have so much depth. You're going to see guys in and out of that lineup from the first series. Uh, particularly up front, because they've got guys they feel like, you know, if they change a piece here or change a piece there, there's there's no drop-off. Right. So I, I think you're going to see a lot of different bodies, and you're going to see some guys that are definitely going to be red-shirted this week. Here's what I, here's what I would not want to be. I would not want to be the guy keeping up with the participation chart. <laughs> that guy's got his hands full, uh, particularly early. But I, I, I really do. I think you're going to see a lot of different people uh, – uh, in and out of the game, but really on the defensive side of the football up front, man, with with all those different dudes up front that can that can play really at a high level, and 
not only are you going to see him go into the ball game and play, but you're going to see him go in at different spots. You're going to see, mm-hmm. you know, J- Jackson Player, for example. Don't be surprised if one series he's at defensive end, one series he's at nose. I mean, he's worked all f- all all spring and all fall camp at both of those positions. So, you know, he's uh, he's a guy that has some versatility. A uh, young man out of Midway uh, that played at Tulsa, and uh, I I think you'll see him at multiple positions. So, I, I, that's the you kind may not of see him very long, not early. Why is that? I just don't think you're going to see a lot of the starters very very long. I just don't. I think you're going to try to see as much of these young guys as you possibly can. Right. But but that, that defensive front is such a veteran group. I mean, that's why I'm saying you're probably not going to see much of them. I mean, you know, once you get two or three touchdowns up, that may be the burn because this is going to be one of the few times that you get those red shirt jerseys in a ball game and get them some significant time. They only have four opportunities and you may not have four opportunities so you're going to take advantage of getting them some some opportunity to get on film and and some playing experience just because look if nothing else it boosts their confidence i I get that i don't need to see my veterans i know what they can do even though they haven't played for you at all yeah i know what they can do or he wouldn't be here well and again, he's a guy that I think that's going to help him at a couple of different spots. I was curious to see if they try to create some kind of, you know, is the what is the rotation like? Are you rotating uh, two or three guys every two series? I mean, what what's the what's the what's the mindset on how you determine the rotation? That's a good question. I don't, you know, that's and I think the only way to do that is to do of, that. Yeah, right? there's a lot of options. Yeah. Oh shoot, uh, there's a ton of options. You know, and I didn't, you know, how does he play, you know, and maybe they want to settle him into what I, I don't think so, but maybe they want to settle a, a Jackson player into one spot. I, I don't think so. I think he's so versatile that you're going to want to see him in a, a couple of different places. I do too, but I mean, I, this isn't the game for it. Just not. You're not going to get He's not going to get a whole lot of going against this. You're not going to see a whole lot of him going against this. Yeah. I want to see my younger guys and how they compete. I want to see them compete. And so, now, and look, look, Albany could come out and give them a game, and we see them the entire three quarters or maybe into the fourth quarter. I don't know. I mean, I can't, we can't predict that. But if it goes as we think it's going to go, I need to see these young pups compete a little bit. I want to see how they react underneath the lights. We'll find out uh, Saturday at 6. And, uh, again, broadcast time will be at uh, 2 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. Network coverage begins at 4 and uh it it'll be fun again uh and that's there's a couple of areas where you know you've got a a ton of talent and and really really a a lot of depth in managing minutes and 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 snaps and those type of things uh you know that that may be one of the things that that they're working on and on how they do things all right it is uh, eight twenty nine we're going to switch gears, talk some high school football. We are going to do that for you next right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
The new season kicks off this Saturday for Dave Aranda and the defending Big 12 and Sugar Bowl champion Bears hosting the Albany Dames. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, live from Touchdown Alley on the banks of the Brazos. 6 p.m. kickoff from inside McLean Stadium with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Baylor Bear football beginning this Saturday here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I brought my own sound effects. That's the door slamming every time I ask a woman out. <laughs> they don't shut the door in your face, though, when you want to give them a free estimate for foundation repair. No, they don't. They normally say something else. Well, they say, hi, Jimmy, come give me a free foundation inspection. And you get start by giving us a call at 254 235 You tried, but that was dumb. Or Keep going. Yeah, that's me, fixitjimmy.com. Matter of fact, if I come to your door, slam it in my face, make me feel like I'm hanging out with Jana. <laughs> TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Are you ready for some football? It's football season, so stop in at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco. Come watch football at the bar and enjoy specialty margaritas or stop in before the game and enjoy any of their great menu items like their famous tomatillo enchilada, Mexican toquitos, or pollo del mar. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. and open till 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco, located off West Loop 340. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Techstar Equipment Sales is one of the only dealerships that is still family-owned and operated by a local Texan who still cares. Looking for large agricultural equipment? Techstar is the place for Vermeer hay cutters, balers, rakes, and many others. Their service department is top-notch, and with multiple field service trucks and a mobile parts department, they can come to you. Techstar is conveniently located in Marlin and Waco off Highway 6. Techstar Equipment Sales. You're not a number, you're family. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. NFL teams must reduce their rosters to 53 players today. Stay tuned to ESPN Central Texas for any trades or roster moves made by the Dallas Cowboys. 
College football will take center stage starting Thursday of this week. Oklahoma State will host Central Michigan on Thursday, while West Virginia pays a visit to Pittsburgh. The rest of the Big 12 starts on Saturday with Baylor hosting Albany for a 6 o'clock kickoff. Rangers and Astros play each other five more times this season, starting tonight in Arlington. First pitch is at 7.05, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Serena Williams won her opening round match at the U.S. Open over Danford Kovinick. She has indicated this will be her last tournament in her 27-year career. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 834, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us on this. um, What is this? This is Tuesday. Yeah. (laughs) As we roll through. I'm telling you, man, uh, during football season, you just, uh, sometimes you you pass yourself in the hallway, don't you? I mean, it's just one of those deals. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, I I wanted to do this real quick, and, and then we'll circle back to the high school stuff. ESPN has released their their top 100 NFL football players. Just a, a group of the the core NFL guys from ESPN got together and they put this together. So it's not you know the, it's not the top 100 quarterbacks or the top, it's just the top 100 players. Period. Here's how the Cowboys rank. They have the 12th best player in. Take a guess. Anybody? Anybody? Defense. Yep, keep going. Micah Parsons. There you go. He's the 12th best player in the National Football League, according to ESPN. They have the 32nd best player. Who might that be, guys? And I'll just tell you right now, offense. Go to offense. Zach Martin. Mm-mm. Nope. Got a, you got a guess? What number? 32. It's not Zeke, is it? Nope. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Uh, there you go. C.D. Lamb. All right. They got the 39th best player on offense as well. I mean, in the, in the NFL, and it's an offensive player. Zach Martin. Nope. Got one for me, Ward? Zeke. Nope. Dak. Nope. Dak at 39. Mm. Got the 41st best player in the National Football League. Stay on the offensive side of the ball. Anybody? Anybody? Zeke. Zach Martin? Zach Martin. If you can get get Zach Martin, by God, he was going to get Zach Martin on this list. Uh, Zach Martin, 41. Then you drop down to 78. Anybody at 78? Top 100 players? Yeah, I have no idea. Trayvon Diggs. Mm. And then at 91, Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence. Six Mm. of the top 100 best players in the National Football League. Wear the star on the side of the helmet. You guys buying? Selling? Yeah. Maybe. Wait, it's so subjective. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Uh, you know, Dak at 39. Could Dak be at 38? Could Dak be at 42? I mean, you know, come on. Uh, but that's what that's I just I found that interesting. All right. right. Top ten quarterbacks by NFL Network. Uh huh. Twenty twenty two season. Lay them on me. You want to go in descending order? Yeah, go 10 to 1. All right. Number 10, Dak Prescott. Buying that? 
I'll give you the rest of the list, and then you can tell me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Prescott at, at 10. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson at 9. See, I'm not buying that one, but anyway. Deshaun Watson at 8. What? Mm-hmm. Hadn't played in a year and a half. Matthew Stafford at 7. Okay. Yeah. Justin Herbert at 6. Like him. Okay. Joe Burrow, number 5. I really like him. Yeah. Josh Allen, number 4. I really like him. Pat Mahomes, number three. Love him. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, number two. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, number one. Boy. If you let me just ask you this. If you if you were starting a franchise tomorrow, the the Waco. <laughs> Whatever's <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers the guy you're going to start with? I'm starting with Patrick Mahomes. I, I think I am too. There's a couple guys that I would think, and I know I'm a, I'm gonna throw a name out there that that I'm I'm I, I, I kind of I like him. I like Kyler Murray. I like the way he competes. I know yeah. he, I know he's short, not you know, but I look I like him. I mean. I think he's fun to watch. I think he's athletic as all get out. Is he not a top 10 guy? No, not in my opinion. Oh, he, he to me, he's a winner. I mean, I, I, I like him. I mean, I, I don't know. I like him too, but I, I don't know. I mean, you could make the argument with him and Dak trading places. And I'm look, you can take Deshaun Watson out of this list for me. Yeah. 19 months or whatever the heck it's been since he's taken a real NFL snap. And don't give me that garbage about the preseason. I don't want to hear it. No. He hasn't played in a year and a half. How on earth do you come up with that? I Yeah, that that's very questionable to me. And to me, when you put a – look, I get, I get, I get, I get it. It's all subjective. It, it is. It's It's an opinion. But if you're doing an opinion on a top 10 list in in sports, shouldn't it be about, particularly at that position, elevating your team to championships? Well, yeah, I mean, it does. But I think this may be wishful thinking a little bit and maybe potential a little bit, which I don't I don't buy into that aspect of things. Potential? Uh, yeah. So if you got Dak Prescott, when's that potential supposed to rise to uh, the? To, you know, when's that yeah. cream rise to the top? It, it hasn't. I mean, and, and what year's he in? This is his sixth or seventh, isn't it? Uh, twenty thirteen was his first year. So he, uh, you know, and he and he was gifted a pretty good offense. So at that point, yeah. Hey, to me, the quarterback position, and again, I, I, I'm the first to or tell was you. was 2016? Yeah, because that would, yeah. I 2013 wasn't. 2016 yeah. was his first year. But yeah. here's the thing for me, and I've told you guys this. I think coaches get way too much credit and get way too much blame. I think quarterbacks get way, way too much credit and way too much blame. Well, you mentioned one guy that was not on this list. Kyler Murray's not on this list. But where's Russell Wilson? Yeah. Terrific player. I mean, I He's going to do better in Denver than Deshaun Watson's going to do in Cleveland. I agree. When Deshaun Watson gets on the field, well, I, no, no, you know, season will be over before well, he gets. Absolutely, on the field. it will be. Plus, and he's playing look, in Cleveland. If he was the starting quarterback in Cleveland, 
they still aren't going to win. Is it because they're Cleveland? It's because they're Cleveland. I got you. It's kind of like Detroit in football as well. I mean, make a list of the Cleveland quarterbacks over the past, oh, I don't know, pick a year, 10 years, five uh, years. Yeah, I'm not doing I that. I mean, you got to go back to the Brandy list is Kozar longer than your arm. And, yeah. They did at one time have some pretty nice quarterbacks. Brian in the Sipes. 80s? Yeah. Kozar, Sipes. I mean, you know. They've had good quarterbacks. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's just something about Cleveland. maybe it's the brown uniform. I don't know. <laughs> it's Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I, I, it's it's. If you ever saw the movie Forty Two, yes, when the pitcher gets traded, he said Cleveland. <laughs> he just, any, in other words, anywhere but Cleveland. You know, uh, I, I just think that list should be about. And again, I, I told you, I think they get way too much credit. But if you're going to do that, that should be about championships, elevating your team to championships. Uh, and the potential to elevate your team to championships. So let me just ask you this, and then we'll move on. If you had a chance right now today to swap straight up Kyler Murray for Dak Prescott, would you do it? Just even trade? No. You wouldn't? Okay. Would you? No. I might. Cleveland quarterback since 99. You have time? Yeah, go for it. Tim Couch, 99-2003. That's a Kentucky boy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Ty Detmer. Doug Peterson. Uh, Spurgon Wynn. Who? Kelly Holcomb. <laughs> Who? Jeff Garcia. Ah. Luke McCowan. Trent Dilfer. Charlie Fry. Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn, oh. Ken Dorsey, Bruce Gradkowski. My favorite. Colt McCoy, <laughs> Jack DeHolm, uh, Sensa Wallace, Brandon Wheaton, Thad mm. Lewis, Jason Campbell. We're still going. Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel. Connor Shaw, Josh McGowan, Austin Davis, Robert Griffin the third, Cody Kessler, Deshaun Kaiser, Kevin Hogan. Come up for air. <laughs> uh, then you have um uh, Watson and before him last year, uh I just had a, a brain lock. Baker? Baker Mayfield. May, yeah. yeah. Where did so Seneca... 29, 30 quarterbacks since 1999. I, see, 30. I, I, I haven't thought about Seneca Wallace in 9 million. Where, where did he go to school? Anybody uh, remember? Let's see. He doesn't say here. Iowa State. Okay. Iowa State. Okay. There you go. Ah, uh, wow. What a list. What a list. 30 quarterbacks. <laughs> 30. Who? And then you got to add, there's going to be two this year. You, you, because you're going to have the starter, and then you're going to have. You may have two more, yeah, or three more. Yeah. 
Who knows? So you can add to that list. All Good right. Grief. There you go. Hey, uh, eight forty-five. We're going to. We got to do this. I want to do this before we get to the break, and I know that we're up against it, but uh, that's just we. We got to get this done. Dave Campbell's Texas football top twenty-five. You ready? Here's here's the high school football rankings. We'll begin in six A. The number one team is Austin Westlake. The new number twenty-five team, the Temple Wildcats. Hmm. With that win on Saturday. How about that? Yep. 5A Division One, the number one team in the state is Longview. 5A Division Two, the number one team. This is interesting. The number one team in Division Two and 5A, South Oak Cliff. Despite the loss huh. to Duncanville, they remain number one. Well, they played up a level. Absolutely. And they, and they played, played a, a great good, team. <laughs> good the number team. four team in 6A, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, 4A Division One. Boy, this is fun. See if you've heard of these teams. The number one team is Stephenville. The number two team is China Spring. The number four team is La Vega. Mm-hmm. Aren't they all three in, in the, the same, same district? district? Yes, they are. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> How about that one? Poor Alvarado. 4A Division Two. the number one team is Carthage. 3A Division One. the number one team is Franklin. The number five team is Lorena. The number seven team is Grandview. The number nine team is West. Who Grandview took it on the chin Friday night. Mm-hmm. And I isn't it? Doesn't Lorena play West this week? Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's gonna be a That'd be great fun. Game, great game. Yep. Great non district matchup. Well, I tell you what, Ray Biles. He just. I mean, he schedules. He just won't schedule any good teams. I mean, shot <laughs> last week. West this week. Come on, Ray. Three <laughs> A Division Two. The number one team is Gunter. Two uh, A Division One. The number one team is Timpson. Five A. Uh, if number five team is Crawford. Number ten team is Marlin. Marlin plays Mart this week. Mm-hmm. But we got some great wow, games, yeah. guys. Two uh, uh, A Division Two. The number one team is Albany. The number two team is Mart, who plays Marlin. And number eight is Chilton, right down the road. One uh, A Division One. Uh, number one team is Westbrook. Abbott is number two. Jonesboro's number four. Division Two. Benjamin's number one. Oglesby is in the top 10 at number 10. And in private schools, number three, Libel. We got some great Central Texas teams mm. in the top twenty, uh, in the top 10 and top 25, respectively. And we got some great games this week. Boy, we got some great games this week. So it should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, 848. We're a dozen minutes away from nine. This is Game Time presented by Alan Samuels. Baylor football on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Bears open up the 2022 season this Saturday playing host to Albany. Our coverage of Baylor football begins with game day live at 2 o'clock presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll have an inside look at Baylor football for 2022, interviews, and a whole lot more. So join us this Saturday at 2 o'clock for Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand-new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit campfimfo.com. That's campfimfo.com. 
Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. NFL teams must reduce their rosters to 53 players today. Stay tuned to ESPN Central Texas for any trades or roster moves made by the Dallas Cowboys. College football will take center stage starting Thursday of this week. Oklahoma State will host Central Michigan on Thursday, while West Virginia pays a visit to Pittsburgh. The rest of the Big 12 starts on Saturday with Baylor hosting Albany for a 6 o'clock kickoff. Rangers and Astros play each other five more times this season, starting tonight in Arlington. First pitch is at 7.05, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Serena Williams won her opening round match at the U.S. Open over Dan Kovinick. She has indicated this will be her last tournament in her 27-year career. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, eight fifty-two. We're eight away from nine o'clock. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so you know how Ward Bill Belichick is with the media. Uh, I don't know if he likes it or dislikes it, but meeting with the media, he, he makes it appear that that's not his favorite thing in the world to do. And he can be a little snippy with the media and he can, you know, just flat out spank their hand sometimes. But he walked into his, his presser yesterday and Chris Berman from ESPN happened to be there. Sure. Haven't been to one of these in a couple of years. We're graced. We're graced. You're looking good. Well, it's good. Absolutely. Nice to have you. Honored. Honored. First question. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can be shy. Still fun. Love it. Love it. How about that? He was that he was, was enamored with. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, it's like honored, honored. Wow, Chris Chris Berman. I <laughs> Belichick. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. I thought that was kind of cool. All right, uh, and then on the other side of things, uh, former Dallas Cowboy offensive coordinator Ernie Zampezi passed away. Zampezi coached a lot of great players and coached in a lot of places. He was a tremendous offensive coordinator. And as Troy Aikman uh, pointed out yesterday, there's a lot of offensive philosophies all across the league that were originated by Ernie Zampezi that are still being used today. Coordinators all across the league have taken bits and pieces of Zampezi's offense and uh, and incorporated into theirs. So that's a, you know that's that's a salute to Ernie Zampezi. But I believe he was 86 years old he uh, was. and passed away yesterday. So uh, former Cowboy offensive coordinator. He was Troy's. He was Cowboys. on the Super Bowl team. Yeah, yeah. Last Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Thirty, I think. Super Bowl thirty, maybe. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. It's been so long. <laughs> All right, uh, that is that's it for us uh, here on the program. Coming up this afternoon at three o'clock, it'll be Ryan McGuire, the uh, Baylor volleyball coach. Boy, they are on a hot streak after beating the number one team in the country. Uh, they uh, he will visit with John Morris. John will be here at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Matt's at 4. And then we're right back here at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning uh, talking sports with you on ESPN Central Texas. So that is going to do it for us. Hope you have a great day. Don't forget uh, Mike Greenberg is coming up next, the Greeny Show. And we're back in the morning at 7 a.m. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.